0: Praise God, amen. Well, amen. You are forever mine. I thank God for that promise this morning. Where's all my teenagers this morning? All all my teenagers stand up. (laughs) Wherever no, don't talk. Just stand. Stand up. Where did Miss Vicky tell y'all y'all supposed to be? In the front of this church. Don't let no devil in hell stop you from getting to your front row of your church. Next Sunday, I want to see all y'all take spots in the front of this church where you belong. Amen. If you need to move back so these kids can move up, then move back. Amen. Sit down, guys. That's where we'll find you next week in the front of this church. If a kid steps up and needs your spot, Move. Move move These kids are the church of tomorrow. They need to be on the front row. You olders need to teach the youngers with respect and dignity. why because they're Christians. we're saving them around here left and right and they're getting persecuted week after week and we got to get to the point where we're teaching them how to act and love them. Give your spot up for one of them teenagers if you need to. Get them to the spot. Man, I'm going to say this to you this morning. America's in for a rude awakening. Y'all need to hear me this morning. Christians in the United States are in for a rude awakening. American Christians are busy naming and claiming and all of God's blessings to enrich their own lives. Christians across the globe are being persecuted. They're being imprisoned. They're being thrown into prisons around the world, tortured and killed for their faith. Around this nation. And it's fixing to happen in America. This is no John Hagee message. This is the message that God gave me to tell you this morning. You will be persecuted for your faith. Right here in America. Right here in America. You're starting to see it already. You're starting to see it right now already. Do you honestly think the church in America are exempt from any other churches in the world? No. So if you've fallen asleep, you need to wake up today. It's time to put down our selfish desires and pick up our crosses this morning. He said, if anyone will deny himself, they'll become my followers. Boy, I love that part of the Bible. Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 12, yes, and all who deserve desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Man, I thought about that. I thought about my own trials and tribulations. I was thinking about that last night, sitting in my chair and studying and reading Matthew 25. Open your Bibles to Matthew 25. I was thinking about some of the trials and tribulations I've been through. How many people, listen to me, are true followers of Jesus Christ this morning who suffer persecution? My son sometimes, Dalton, says, Man, Daddy, why does this always have to happen to us? I look him in the face and say, Because we're true followers of Jesus Christ. The enemy hates my guts. I tell my friends who are close to me, I said, Boy, it ain't easy being my friend. We'll go somewhere, a tire will blow out. Something won't work right. Something will fall apart. We'll start trying to build a church. We'll start trying to build projects. Everything will come against us. We'll have ministries. Sometimes the ministries don't go according to plan. Everybody wants to pick and persecute the pastor. But I know this, that I'm being persecuted for my faith in Jesus Christ. You will be persecuted for your faith. In Jesus Christ. Are you ready for that this morning? 2 Timothy 3.12 says yes. And all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus. Will suffer persecution. Are you ready to be despised? Rejected of men. Just like Jesus was. Can you honestly say that you like being despised? Rejected? Nobody likes to be despised and rejected. But the Bible says Jesus came to his own and his own didn't accept him. They're still doing that today and it's fixing to happen right here in America, brothers and sisters. You need to stay ready to keep from getting ready. When I first got saved at Parkview Baptist Church and God called me to preach and I started preaching at United Methodist Church and I got my first preaching gig here at Caney Creek Cowboy Church, full-time senior pastor of Caney Creek Cowboy Church, senior pastor of 30 or 40 people. That was awesome. I thought, man, this is going to be easy. This is going to be a breeze. I had two or three messages, and I figured I could just go on with those two or three messages. We'd be all right. But then God began to wake up my spirit and tell me to preach about different things. And some of the things I was preaching about, people didn't want to hear. It's still happening that way today in this church. I'm still preaching about things that you don't want to hear. And when you start living your life the way the world don't want you to live, you're going to be persecuted. When you start believing in what we're teaching in this church, when you start understanding the true gospel of Jesus Christ and how he wants you to live, and like Mary said, everything revolves around the sun, and you say, no beer, no alcohol, no marijuana, no lying, no cheating, no giving up. Telling other people about Jesus. When you start saying everything in my life, you're going to be persecuted. And did you know that they're throwing people in jail, in prisons, still today for their faith? They're being persecuted, they're being slammed, they're being tortured. Their tongues are still today in China being cut out of their mouths for telling people about Jesus Christ. Wake up, church, because it's coming to America real quick. And let me say this to you, Shannon, so you get the grasp of what I'm saying. This building is not the church. You and I are the church. And if you and I are the church and you understand that, for your faith and believing in Jesus Christ, you will be persecuted. I got the pastor position of this church and man Neil it was awesome it was amazing there was 40 people man we had a good thing going uh, Garrett Nemo and, and Holly and several others had started a little steer riding ministry we had a little steer riding pen Dalton hadn't been on many steers prior to us coming to Caney Creek Cowboy Church we been he been him and Justin both been riding since they were 5 uh, I think Justin started at 6 and Dalton started at 5 well when the sign-up sheet for just Dalton they said six to nine they're gonna let him ride well I thought he was six but he was only five and I come back and Mary said he's not six yet I said well let him ride anyway we already signed up we already paid so they've been riding just a little bit back at Waco but they were still babies well Dalton was about seven years old how old was Dalton we got here seven eight nine years old They've been riding a little bit, but nothing like we we, we began to do at Caney Creek Cowboy Church. But they had a little steer riding pin. They had some bucking shoots that were borrowed. And that first week or two after we got here at Caney Creek Cowboy Church, we were letting the, the kids buck the steers out. We had some steers here that they had leased prior to me being here from Eugene Madden. And, And and, and so that night, Dalton said, Daddy, I'm ready to ride again. I want to take this thing serious. I want want to ride tonight. Well, that night he got on, and and I I think I maybe preached one or two messages here, maybe. Maybe. Everything was going good. They hired me the week of vacation Bible school. I never even been to a vacation Bible school, but we made it through. We did good. We were using our arena. It was awesome. We were heading in the right direction. I thought, man, this is going to be great. This is going to be easy. This is going to be awesome. People are going to respect me. People are going to respect the authority that God has placed this calling on Paul. My life, everything's going to be great. Well, that night at the, at the little steer riding that night, Dalton had gotten bucked off and got hurt, and we had to take him to the emergency room. He had dislocated his arm or hurt himself really bad. I can't remember quite how he hurt himself. But we had to take him to the emergency room and get him checked out. Well, the next morning, he was fine. Praise God. Amen. And he was, he was fine. I think he might have hit his head because he's still not all there. But I don't know. And, uh, but, but he was fine. And, and the next morning, I'm coming to church. And, and my bride, uh, uh, Miss Mary, she has my hand. And we're walking in the door, and this man is sitting there, and he's sitting in a chair like this, and he's rocked back. Now, I had met this man probably two or three times here at the church, but didn't know him too well. But I could tell that probably he had some things going on in his life that weren't quite right with God, but at least he was coming to church. Did you know when you still don't have things right, quite right, the best place to come is church? But do you know that those that come to church, some, they're not trying to impress or change their life. They're not trying to get the word of God impressed in their life. They're not trying to change. I found that to be true with this man. He was cocked back in his chair. Me and Mary was walking and I had my Bible in my hand and, and, and I was saying good morning to people. How you doing? Good to see you. God bless you. Thank you for coming. He was caught back in his chair. I said, Good morning, sir. How are you? He said, Well, how's that boy of yours? I said, Oh man, we took him to the hospital and and and, and, and we got him all checked out. He said, I said, he's all right. He's he's tough. He's a bull rider. He said, Yeah, he ain't like you P U S team ropers. I looked at Mary. I said, Do I think he just called me a, a, a you know, I'm not going to say it again in church, but I, I, said, I think he just called me up. And, and he was cocked back kneeling in that chair. And I hadn't been a preacher that long. Man, I just wanted to knock his head off. Mary dragging me up into church. Come on, baby, don't worry about what he said. Come on, come on. I think that was the first time that had really been, you know, disrespected like that and didn't know how to handle it. When you sign up to be a Christian, when you sign to be a follower of Jesus Christ, Satan says you are his number one enemy. Are you ready for that this morning? Some of y'all ain't ready. Some of you ain't ready. Some of you ain't ready because I can see it in your face. But you need to load that God said that he would never leave you nor forsake you. He said in this world you'll have trials, but take heart, I've overcome this world. Man, I, 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 I was so mad about that situation. I thought, well, if I just catch him after church, I'll try to, maybe I didn't hear him right. Do you know that that guy was in my church probably another six, seven months? And one day he took a swing at me at the concession stand and caught me in the jaw like that. Oh, my goodness. Am I being persecuted? You know, that same man and his family rose up against me several times being persecuted being persecuted and at at all the times i just kept trying to love them i just kept trying to preach i just kept trying to go and and i and i would say when is enough enough when is it over when's it going to stop man god told me in my chair for me to tell you that it's never going to stop for me or you that follow jesus christ to not be persecuted even by those that come to church Even by those that you call friend, even by those that you call brother, even that those that you say I love you to will persecute you. Being a Christian is not for the faint of heart. We have to toughen up, brothers and sisters. Brother Lyle and Brother Larry and Brother Jerry, they say, boy, you got to get some tough skin. Man, I really didn't understand that. Today, Today starts our eighth year. We've been here seven years as of today. Today is our beginning of our eighth year. Amazing. Amazing. The persecution, the trials, the tribulations that not only I face, but I've seen you face. And I've seen you come through. I've seen you beat up. I've seen you bloody. I've seen you with tears in your eyes. But you have pressed on. And I praise God for you today that are still pressing on with Christ. But my message today is not about pressing on. It's about waking up. Because too many today think that just because they changed their life, just because they they followed Jesus Christ, that they're not going to suffer. All throughout history, true followers of Christ have been persecuted for their faith. Today in countries like China and Indonesia and North Korea, it is hazardous to be a Christian unless you are willing to, to compromise and renounce your faith in God. Christians are under intense discrimination, stripped of their rights, imprisoned, and yes, murdered, just for holding on to the name of Jesus Christ. But you know, we can't stop God's purpose. And in America, it's only going to get worse. Right now, if you turn on the news, you'll see what I'm saying. Come on, somebody. Is anybody with a wake-up call today? If you look around the world that we live in, the ends of times are upon us. This nation has been hijacked by corrupt politicians, greedy businessmen, deceived church leaders who are wolves in sheep's clothing, and those who work in secret to control things. God is going to test our faith, brothers and sisters, and see if we are true followers of Jesus Christ. As we put up this jail cell this morning, as we put up this fake prison here today, who here today would go to jail, go to prison for their faith in Jesus Christ? You can raise your hand until you're blue in the face. But what about when the real trial comes? What about when the doctor walks in and says, you got six months to live? What about when the true faith comes, when the the, the job comes on and you just built your new house, you just got all these things going, you got three kids in college, and all of a sudden the the boss comes in and says, we don't need you anymore. What about when the real trial comes, where will your hand be then? There are days I, I do all I can to lift up my hand. There are days when some of you, all you can do is lift up your hand and say, yes, Lord. I'm suffering, Lord. Yes, Lord, but I know you're greater than this situation. You're greater than what's going on at the job, Lord. Yes, Lord, you're greater than what's going on in my ministry, Lord. Yes, Lord, you're greater than what's going on in my teenagers' lives, Lord. Yes, Lord, you're greater than the problems that I'm facing. We raise our hands when things are going good and say, yeah, we follow Jesus. We love God. But the moment of trial comes, we're ready to quit. We're ready to back up off of it. True Christian followers of Jesus Christ, you'll see who they are. They do everything they can to hold their head up high sometimes. Somebody ought to witness with me and say amen. They do everything they can to press on. They make things not about themselves. They make things about Jesus. Jesus. They know in this world they're going to have hard times, but they know that God's already overcome this world. And we know true followers of Jesus Christ, they don't do things here on earth to store up any kind of great pride or rewards or trophies that we can hold. We store up our treasures in heaven where the malls can't eat them or destroy them. Somebody grab this today. Listen to me. Christians are under intense discrimination Even at our schools, when our kids go over here and they wear their Candy Creek shirts and they want to pray, man, they get belittled by teachers and other students. Even our men and women who get their lives changed and they go on the workforce and they bow their head over their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, they're getting discriminated upon. Even today, we're being stripped of our rights to preach and have freedom of religion in different places. Imprisoned, yes, murdered. But we can't stop God's purpose. You can protest, petition, but it will not stop what's coming to this country in America. This nation has been hijacked. God is going to test our faith. He will find out if our praise and worship of him is in vain. Isaiah twenty-nine thirteen says, Is your pain, is your praise and worship in vain? He will discover if you really believe that he supplies all your needs. How many have been tested in that area? That God will really supply all your needs. He says, Try me in this. Matthew twenty-five, got my Bible? He will discover if you really believe that He will supply all your needs. Your faith will be tested. Touch three people and say, your faith will be tested. God is going to test your faith. He will discover if you really believe that He will supply your needs. He will reveal if you're really going to deny Him or not. How many have ever had that add up in your life? When God told you to say His name but you didn't say His name. When God told you to testify about the goodness of Him in your life, when your buddies come over, but you denied Him. There are too many people in the churches today denying Christ. He will reveal if you will deny Him or not before men. He will uncover what is in your deep parts of your heart. Are you really doing this for Him? Are you really doing this for you? Like with Israel of old... He often raised up evil men and nations to accomplish his task. I thank God for a message like this. The U.S. and the world that we live in today is about to be rudely interrupted because more and more evil people are becoming elective officials in America. Why, Mark? Why, Pastor Mark? Why? Because Christians ain't going to the polls. They're sitting on their hands. they waiting for somebody else to do it. 80% of the people do none of the work while they leave the rest of the 20% of the Christians to do it all. Kenny's begging for somebody to really, really get on fire and sign up. More wicked than Egypt that Moses helped the slaves get out of, more evil than the, the ancient empires of Babylon and Greece and Rome, more powerful than the communist government of the Soviet Union, China, and North Korea, more despicable than the Nazis and German. It will be a worldwide, and no one can escape the grip that is coming our way, except for those who are ready. Ask yourself this morning, Are you a true follower of Christ? Are you ready? There's a video that floats around. I'm fixing to read this scripture and back all this up. There's a video that floats around uh, of some armed men running to a church. And they start taking people hostage. They tell them, if you leave now, you leave now and denounce Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we won't kill you. But if anybody stays, they're going to die. Half the church runs out. Where's your faith this morning? Do you stand up for it? Do you tell people you believe in Jesus? You ride around with a peace fish on your car, but do you really believe in Jesus Christ? Matthew 25, the parable of the ten virgins. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lampstand and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. Say five were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. So they took their lamp, plus they took extra oil. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight the cry rang out, Here comes the bridegroom! Come out to meet him! Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lights The foolish ones, say foolish ones. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready, say ready, Ready. went in with him to the wedding banquet, which is heaven, and the door was shut. This is twice I record that God shuts the door. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Verse 13 is where we're at today. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. God's going to reveal himself. Church, God's going to reveal himself soon. Are you a true follower of him? Or are you sold out to Jesus Christ? God's going to reveal the, to the wise and to the foolish. It is late in the hour and judgment's coming first to those who claim they believe. America's about to find out if they really Are a Christian nation or not. We're seeing it on TV. When we don't stand with Israel. When we don't defend. America's about to find out if we're really a Christian nation or not. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And it begins with us first this morning. Will you still believe when the banks are folding up. And there's no money to be had how many went through a hurricane around here all your power got locked out all the lights were out you couldn't get no money out of the bank there was nothing that you could do did you still believe in god when you don't have no money (laughs) there's going to be a time where you'll never see no more money if you've been watching the news in the last couple years they're collecting gold and silver and batteries and those kind of possessions because there's going to be no more currency money will run out in america very soon you're going to need you're going to need a mark you're going to need you're going to need something to go will you still believe when you're betrayed by those who say they love you will you believe when your pastors and preachers are exposed for fraud Will you believe still in the Messiah, the Savior, Jesus Christ, when those around you say great things to your face, but behind you condemn you? Will you still believe that America is a Christian nation when its government is throwing believers in prison and labeling them as enemies? Let me have that whole... Row right there. Start with David Perry. That whole row. Come here. The whole row. Don't sit there like I'm not talking to you. I am pushy a little bit for a pastor. Come on up here. Up here with me. Come on up here with me. I want you to grab hold of this, and I want you to look through it. Just kind of squeeze in here. Just kind of squeeze your face. Everybody squeeze in there and grab hold of that deal. I'll go down there and let y'all have it. Grab hold of that thing. Squeeze up to it. Get close to it. Put your face on it. Everybody put your face through that barbed wire. Look, it's not barbed wire. Can y'all squeeze over a little bit? There we go. Now press your face up against it. Kevin, you going to let Renee in there with you or are you going to squeeze? Y'all got to squeeze over a little bit. Squeeze. David, go to your left a little bit. Rachel, squeeze over just a little bit, girl. Put your faces right up against it. Now close your eyes. Put your face right up against it. Now close your eyes. I want you to imagine for just one minute you're in prison for your faith. Those good clothes you got on, you don't have those anymore. You've been stripped of all your jewelry, all your possessions, the home you lived in because of your faith. Close your eyes. Everybody else keep your eyes open. Imagine that you're in prison this morning for believing in Jesus Christ. You'll never see your grandbabies again. You won't see your children again. They can't come visit you. You don't even know if they're alive anymore because America's been taken over. It's coming to a theater near you, Cowboy Church. Open your eyes. Look through that fence. Now I'm going to ask you, will you denounce Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and I'll let you out of prison? Come on down. Come on down. If you'll denounce Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'll let you out of this persecution. I'll let you off the hook. Come on down. Just take take this mark of the beast that I want to give you and you can get out. (laughs) Stay right there. What about when it really happens? And it's going to. There's only one friend that you can have in a situation like this that can pull you through. And that is Jesus Christ. <laughs> can you imagine not seeing your loved ones anymore? Can you imagine? You'll never see your daughter again. You'll never see Ty. Ty's gone. You don't know what happened to Ty. But they tell you, I'll let you see, Ty, just take this mark of the beast. Just take this mark. You want to eat? You hungry? You had not been fed in weeks? Huh? You hungry? You want out? Just take this. Denounce Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Give my volunteers a big round of applause. (laughs) Y'all can let it go. Amen. Go sit down, guys. Did you see how it took them a little minute to let go? <laughs> Will you still believe when there's no money? Will you still believe when you can no longer pay your bills afford to put gas in your car? Will you still believe? God is not in the business of making you rich, comfortable, or spoiled. So for all you name and claim it people, God is not in the business of making us rich, fat, high on the hog. He's in the business of looking for lost sheep, saving souls and healing the blind. <laughs> Jesus did not die for you so that you could become a millionaire and live a good life. The only prosperity we are to attain and maintain, the only prosperity that you and I are to obtain and maintain is our spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ. I ask you, do you have that kind of relationship? Because you sit there and, and, and you smile and you laugh and you think, man, this is a great little little analogy. I, I'm glad Pastor Martin put this up there for me to see. And, and, and next week it's starting, the week after maybe. You see, we're having times right now where they're talking cold fronts in, in, in July. Man, when it's hot as a month, I understand some places are going to freeze and pipes are going to bust. You read about this stuff in Revelation. You turn on your television and, and you see people going against God's country and God's people and nobody's standing up for them. Though we write letters to our governments and we stand for our flag in America and we say one nation under God, there's just 20% of us who really mean that. Jesus said, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where neither malls nor dust destroy them. Where thieves do not break in or steal it. Or where your treasure is, there will also be your heart. If your treasure is in earthly things, then that's where your heart is. My treasure is in people. And seeing them come to know Jesus. My richness comes when I see my teenagers growing in God. And the little ones, like they put little videos out of them praying and stuff. Boy, I'm wealthy. Some of you don't give God anything. You just take. You just take. You've been taught that. Let me teach you another way today. Give God your heart. give god your heart this morning because i don't know when this is going to start but i did see tears in these people's eyes when they could see that separation coming it's going to be like that again when we make it to heaven and so many don't that we loved. someone said that there says in the bible there'll be no more tears and no more sorrow Someone asked me to explain that one time. Pastor, how can that be if my wife don't go? Because she's not saved. Won't I be up there crying? I just know what the Bible says. I don't know. What about the people that come to church, Pastor Mark? And They're not sold out to Jesus. They come, they come, and they come, but they just keep going back to their evil ways. And the Bible says that no sin should enter the kingdom of heaven. But they still act like homosexuals, and they drink, and they lie, and they cheat. They fornicate. They live an adulterous life. What about them, Pastor Mark? Are they going to make it in? I don't know. All I can tell you today is to get sold out to Jesus. One thing is special about this Jesus, he's the only one that can save you. I can't save you, but he can save you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I was going to ask my band to come up and play. I asked Neil a while ago, I said, all the band members, come up and play and grab your mics. Come on. No, sir, I don't. If your treasure is in earthly things, it's time for you to repent. If your number one pursuit in life is not being confronted Conform to the image of Jesus Christ, then you need to repent. Only those wise virgins with oil in their lamp were able to withstand the onslaught of events that took place. The world is being divided and the battle lines are drawn. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Stand with me as they begin to play. There is a murderous... There is a murderous, hateful spirit being promoted across the globe. A globe that directs us against the ones who we claim to love, Jesus Christ. I ask you, do you love Him this morning? Your faith will be tested if you love Him. It's time to examine yourself this morning. Before you leave this church today, they're going to sing this song, We Believe. And before you leave this church today, I want you to come on stage. And I want you to look out here and say, I believe. You can line up to the right of the building. You can start coming right now. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you're here today and you prayed and asked Jesus to come in your heart, and no matter what takes place, no matter what persecution comes in your life, you believe. You believe in God the Father. You believe that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross. And no matter all the persecution, all the hell you have to go through, you'll never deny it. I think that story of Peter sends a good message to you and I. He denied him three times. You want to come up on stage and look through this fence, and by doing that, you're saying, Lord, I'm standing here and I'm never going to deny you. Even on this side, Lord if they persecute me, if they strip away all my worldly possessions, I know that they don't matter anyway. i got a heavenly treasure. Just walk across the stage. Put your hands on this stage. Say, Lord, I believe. don't make no sense to me you'll remember this message when this great nation that we see right now falls
1: under full attack
0: I'm never going to denounce my faith in in Jesus Christ Though none go with me, me I'll still go believe
1: in Jesus
0: Christ. How many believe we today? Believe in
1: the Holy Spirit. Come look through this
0: man and say, even if I have to go through hell. We
1: believe in the resurrection. resurrection. We believe that he, he conquered Yes, death. Jesus. We believe in the resurrection. And he's coming back Lord,
0: thank you for again. this day. Thank we you for believe. ones that are getting up and coming and saying, today my strength. It's found in my faith in Jesus Christ
1: Yes Father Let our faith be more than others Greater than the songs
0: we sing Though none go with me I'll still go Weakness. Even when I'm persecuted, I'm going to look at life a little different today. I'm going to take it one day at a time, and I'm going to take it with the Lord. I'm going to put a smile on my face. We believe.
1: We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy you, Spirit. And He's given us new life. We believe
0: Come a time where they come to your house. We believe that he conquered
1: death. Yes, we believe in the resurrection. What will you say? And he's coming back again. We believe.
0: Lord, thank you for those new believers that are coming right now.
1: We believe. Yes, Lord.
0: Thank you, Jesus. They can spit in my face. That's okay. They can talk about me behind my back. I'm okay with that. Know and
1: they
0: might strip me out in the courtyard.
1: Oh, well. Now there is only one salvation.
0: Yes. We believe. If you hadn't been living we right,
1: believe. Spirit and he's given us new life. We believe in the crucifixion. We believe that he conquered death. We believe in the resurrection and he's coming back again. We believe.
0: Somebody give God a praise if you believe today.
1: let them play one more time. So let our faith be more than
0: Keep coming. Keep coming. Praise God. Oh, we needed a day like this. Oh, this church needed a day like this.
1: Praise
0: God. All I can say, my brothers and sisters. We proclaimed it in the house of God. Let's go out and proclaim it to a dying world that we believe. We're going to follow suit. I want to thank you all for coming. And if you're looking for a good, amazing church to join, this is the church that you've been looking for. Caney Creek Cowboy Church would love to have you as a member we'd love for you to serve with us too right here you know we're not perfect we don't claim to be we try our very best people poke fun at every ministry we got in this church people even sign up on our ministries and then they chastise us when we give them an opportunity to be on one I don't ever understand that I'll never understand that some people get their start here and Then they act like they're better than we are. I'm still going to stand here through all that persecution and wait on my Lord and Savior to call me home. You said you'd stand with me. By coming, you said you'd stand with him, with Jesus. Let's prove
1: it. Let's prove it ourselves. Let's close in prayer Brother Neil, close closes in prayer. That's huh? all Bow. Heavenly Father Lord, we just thank you for this day father. Lord God, we thank you for all the blessings in our life. Father and Father God, I just pray that you give each and every person here the strength and the fortitude and the courage to face any of the trials that come forth in our lives. Father Lord God, when the day comes, we have to choose between you and the freedom father. I just choose incarceration. Father and I hope that's the prayer of every single person here this morning. Father God, because you're greater than any bars, you're greater than any building. Father, you're greater than any government. You're greater than any king. Father, you're greater than any president, Lord. I just praise your name, Father, for you are holy and worth all praise. Father God, I just ask you to bless each and every person that's here this morning, Father. Lord God, bless them on their way out of here. Bring them back this evening, Father, for Steve Warren, Father, and just thank you for allowing him to be here to proclaim your name in music, Father. Lord God, just be with our pastor and his family. Father God, we thank you and we praise you and we love you. Forgive us for the ways we fail you, and in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.